podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red. As you can tell by my voice, it is me, Guy, again. Unfortunately, Dave is busy today. So I am here to deliver your almost lunchtime update, but uh, Klopp's press conference was at 2 o'clock, so just a bit delayed from us here. So we'll go for an early lunch, uh, or a early tea time, if I'm actually put on my Northern voice uh, podcast for you here. So... We did, it was Klopp's press conference today, as I say, so we'll go through that and then we'll give you the update of Anfield Index content because I can't I can't ramble like Dave, but I'll try. Uh, so Klopp's press conference, uh, the first question was surrounding Hendo's fitness and I think Klopp hinted at himself. I think he may have been uh, underhandedly trying to ask you another question there. Obviously Henderson causes so much debate on social media, Twitter especially, and I... Regardless what you think, I think most people would agree he's not had his best season so far, and some other midfielders probably outperforming him. Not just the Tiagos and Fabinho's, but I'd argue myself. Elliot was obviously in great form before his injury, and he's came back doing well. Naby Bar, one or two, I think's been good. Ox has been a bit up and down, but he's obviously played many positions. Uh, Jones is obviously developing as well, so we obviously have more options there than ever really especially at the minute with all of them uh, hopefully staying fit for the for a long time um but yeah it's uh, it, Klopp said he was fine fitness wise he's obviously the captain uh I wouldn't I'd be surprised if he didn't start against Inter Milan he obviously came off early regardless if it was performance or fitness um he obviously had that uh, he injured himself kind of with a tackle I think Klopp said there was, he had a gash on his leg or a wound on his leg so, if that's all right, I'd expect him to start in the San Siro, to be honest. Obviously, big away game. I think Klopp will, will trust his captain. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. It'll be, an, it'll be a big call if he doesn't start, to be fair. Um, then, then he was asked about different tests to Burnley. Obviously, Klopp mentioned the, the weather as well. I don't think the weather in Milan will be quite as bad as it was for Burnley, uh, at Burnley at the weekend. But, obviously comparing Burnley and Inter Milan it, it, it's a tough one you don't want to be disrespectful to Burnley but it is Inter Milan to do to my knowledge anywhere defending a back three um, this is probably where it'd be helpful having Dave and so, and so forth but do go listen to AI scouted and etc they'll probably fill you in more than I can uh, but yeah back three uh, Simeone and Zaghi I think that's how you pronounce his name was Lazio manager I believe and probably a bit more attacking than Conte to my knowledge but it'll be interesting to see we've obviously been to the San Siro and played Milan, uh, AC Milan, uh, won both games and Nat, Nat Phillips turns that on, it was funny, um, 
but yeah, it, it's obviously a different test to Burnley for any a numerous amount of reasons. Burnley fighting for the life and the Champions League is is, is the glitz and glam, and obviously Inter Milan, uh, been out. I'm not sure if they've been in it too much. Obviously Conte last year, maybe the year before, but I don't think they've done much since the uh, Mourinho years, to my knowledge. But it, it it's a completely different tie. I mean Burnley, you're Burnley. Very tough, um, well, horrid's the game, the uh, description for it, I think, horrid game, Burnley, but Inter Milan should be, it should be interesting. Um, then he was asked about the away goal rule, which should be, it's an interesting one, because it's been a part of the Champions League all my viewing life, I'm not sure if it was introduced at some point, I should have probably checked this beforehand, but it's always been a part of my Champions League viewing, and I, I kind of like it, I, I like the drama of it, but... I suppose it makes the uh, um, the rule more clear. It, it, it's not you don't exactly need to be a a PhD level math genius or whatever to to figure it out. But it does, I suppose, it uncomplicates it at times and just makes the in game state because you can obviously figure out what you need to do beforehand. But if they nick a goal, do we need two? Yada yada yada. So maybe it just cleans up the. The confusion, maybe it's easier for broadcasters and stuff like that without commentators figuring it out on the fly or whatever. But it should it should make a more cleaner rule, I suppose. But I'm sure the drama will continue. It is the Champions League after all. Uh, fully fo- fully fit squad, as I mentioned. The Klopp didn't have any injury updates. I, I had a, a little peek at the uh, live training uh, session beforehand and I didn't notice anyone missing there. Um, so yeah, that's good. I am... Touching the wood of my desk, so don't worry, I'm not jinxing that there, people. Um, then he was asked about Mo and Mane. Obviously, obviously had Afcon. They've been back a week and a half now, maybe a bit less for uh, for for Mane. But he, Klopp did call them forces of nature. I mean, we, we've seen their fitness over the years now. It, they are just freaks. They they don't really get injured more, more especially. I think Mane's had the odd knock or whatever, but Mo's just got them Luis Suarez genes where. He just doesn't get injured. He's a he's a, he's a false and it's just always minor. Uh, Klopp almost also mentioned they don't drink alcohol, which is obviously can hinder if that's the right word uh, recovery. So that them to not drinking and uh, I assume it's for religious reasons. I'm not hundred percent on that, but it might just be for fitness reasons. But I presume it's religion. Um, yeah, so they they obviously take the recovery very seriously, but it be. Uh, it's great to have them back. Not the best game at the weekend from either of them, but yeah, we 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 need them back, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the front three lineup is at, at the weekend. Uh, there was a question on Jota, but yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we did play Milan. He was asked about um, the group stage form. Um, yeah, we won, we won all the games. I think Klopp said he was surprised we did that, but the the boys did it to quote him. It's uh, it was a great achievement. I think it was only the first of a handful, if I remember correctly. I think it was like Bayern and Ajax did it. I think Ajax did it this season as well. Um, so I think it's quite a rare achievement. I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, obviously I mentioned the 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 AC Milan games where we, well, we kind of just took them apart. Obviously the first one was a bit panic with the ten minute spell before half time, if I remember correctly. But uh, yeah, it was it was comfortable other than that. Um. Then he was asked about playing at Anfield in the second leg, which is obviously uh, the positive of finished top of your group. And I, yeah, I think all of them got the, the home leg tied second. It's obviously the way you want it round. You don't, I think Klopp mentioned it himself, you don't want to rely heavily on Anfield in the return leg. You ideally want to win the uh, 
tie in the first leg, but as long as we we're still in the tie, hopefully in a very positive position, um, hopefully we get a win tomorrow night. It it it's just good, but relying on Anfield in the second leg, it's always a nice safety net, and we know what the uh internet international the European nights are like uh, at Anfield. So yeah, it should it should be a great occasion. Historic meeting. This is this was from Italian Journal, so the question wasn't really the clearest. I think. I think Klopp basically said it's about his history and historic meetings. I was it two thousand eight or two thousand nine when we last played in. I think Gerard scored, Torres scored, if I remember correctly, um, and then I think that was pre Mourinho. I'm I, I'm pretty sure in that. But yeah, as I said earlier, I don't think Inter have done much in Europe. I think they got to the Europa League last year, or Europa League final last year, or maybe two years ago. I can't remember. Um, it. It's been a strange time for Serie A clubs, obviously. With, uh, with, with um, I just it just seemed to fall down really. Obviously, we've we've played Atalanta a few times and stuff like that. Juventus have been in a few finals, but the Milan clubs obviously fell down a bit. Uh, Napoli, we've played played like a million times as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a strange time for both Milan clubs. You could probably say, but it is good to have Inter Milan back in. I mean, obviously very historic club um i wasn't i was born after the boom period of the serie i mean i i obviously remember us playing juventus and stuff in 2005 or slightly remember it i was only 10 or 11 um but yeah i i, I didn't watch it on channel 4 and stuff like that so serie has not been uh mean as much to me as some uh, people used to watch it with uh, jim richardson and stuff like that uh james richardson i should say um but yeah i, I do like uh, I do like Syria, regardless of that. Um, then he was asked about Barella missing, who he got sent off in the last group game, if I remember correctly, and he's missing both our ties. And by by all accounts, I think he's their best midfielder. If you didn't, if you don't watch Syria like me, he was obviously excellent in the uh, Euros. He seems like a really good player, and I think Klopp said, "Yeah, he's an excellent player." But they're bringing in Arturo Vidal, who brings. Uh, experience, I think he said jokingly. He obviously is very experienced, but he brings other stuff as well. By a bit of uh, bit of bite, a bit of gnarl, I think in the midfield. So it'll be interesting to see if the more experienced head can uh, can help Inter in that fact. Um, then he was asked about uh, Diaz and how he settled in. And he said he just trains with a smile on his face, so that that's good to see. Um, obviously, I'm not sure how much we'll see of Diaz in the time, but we obviously have a busy period. I'm I'd be surprised if he starts against Inter Milan. It'd be nice. It'd be. I think he's already. I think he scored in San Siro. I'm sure someone said that in, in Discord. Um. So yeah, if he does play, it'd be a surprise for me. But he's obviously experienced the San Siro already. But it wouldn't surprise me if he says like play Norwich or something like that instead. Um. But yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to see Diaz. But he seems to be very happy settling in. So that's good news. Uh, there was also a Trent section of the press conference. I'll try and go through this quickly because it was kind of a bit of rinse and repeat. Um, he was asked about winning ugly, and I think Trent said that's what we've done for years, and I kind of agree with him. I think that's what the difference we saw when we brought in the Van Dykes, the Allisons, the Fabinhos, the, the ability to win games 1-0, 2-1, 2-0, see out games. I think that's changed. We've obviously had a few... Bad games this season. I won't bring them up because you're probably remembering them now as I speak. But yeah, I think if we get back to the stage where we can win ugly, I think that's when we get back to hopefully title winning form. We obviously have to catch up to City and Trent was asked about that. 
Um, but yeah, we if we if we can go back to winning only, I, I think that's when we're at our best. If we need to rely on that, so it, it's good to see. But I think Trent acknowledged that the Burnley win was ugly. So yeah, it's uh, it's a good one. Then he was asked on about competing on four fronts and how we have a bigger squad now, and especially now that it's fit. Um, but yeah, we we have competed on two fronts in the past. Obviously, Premier League and Champions League. When we won the Champions League, we was it ninety seven points? I think it was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if it was anyone other than Man City, we would have won the league, uh, and the, and we would have done the double, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I do agree. I think this is probably the biggest most complete squad barring fitness issues that's probably where we had the doubts but the forward line's never been this deep I don't think midfield that's probably where the fitness doubts really are there we, we know the injury history of, of most of them but if, if we keep them fit it, it it's probably better than better and deeper than ever really I think obviously go back to the Rafa era midfield that was probably the best of my lifetime but in terms of options and versatility of options I, I, I don't think anything's touching this era really it, it, it's great to see but as long as they stay fit we have loads of options in midfield uh, centre back with loads of options left back Simakas is brilliant backup we don't really have backup for Trent it's probably Milner now that Nico's gone and goalkeepers we have a hundred million Polish ones <laughs> young Polish ones um, but yeah Keller has been fantastic Al- Ali's Ali's fantastic Adrian is Adrian. Um, I even saw Carrius in the in the training today, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, obviously, a couple injury issues in midfield, as I say, but I won't turn this into a transfer podcast. Um, then he was after about thirteen, his thirty ninth or the club's thirty ninth game of the season. Obviously, we're kind of used to this now. We always play a lot of games. We tend we always get through the group stage of the Champions League. This is probably the deepest we've gone in the domestic cups for a little while, probably since Klopp's first season. I think we got to the League Cup final. I think we may have got to, I can't remember, quarter final or semi final against Southampton. But we've done it a couple times, got to the semi final, but got to a final. Um, yeah, obviously, FA Cup we're going through. Oh, we got through as well. We've got Norwich in a, in a week or so, a couple of weeks, I think. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a busy period, and hopefully, if we do get through in the Champions League, it'll be, it'll be for it'll be the forties and fifty amount of games we play. We obviously had the huge busy period uh, season when we got the Club World Cup, so we're we're kind of used to it now. I think Trent alluded that to himself that if you're playing in the Champions League, you have to be ready to play loads of games, and Trent pretty much plays ninety nine percent of our games. Um, so him personally, he's he's got to play. Then Trent was asked about Jota, which was a bit strange, but I suppose he's probably our main creator, and Jota, aside from Mo, is is our main scorer, and he, he just positively said he's doing his job fantastically well, and yeah, Jota wasn't a signing I was overly keen on, but he, he's made me look like an idiot pretty much straight away when we signed him, so yeah, Jota's been a, a magical signing, really, um, and yeah, I think he's just developed so well from the player. I had doubts about it at Wolves, but he's just... I, I deemed him the Portuguese poacher. It's pretty much what he is, and that's probably doing him a disservice about his improving all-round game, I think. So, yeah, Jota's just fantastic. Um, Trent was asked about his personal improvement. I think, I think Trent's 23 now, maybe 22. And he said he's got a lot more to... Not learn, but he's a lot more to develop. I think. I mean, 
I've said this in the past, if his defensive game ever matches his attacking game, we it's not just the best right back possibly ever. It, 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 he's up, he'd be up there. Well, he wouldn't because he's a right back, but you're talking about Ballon d'Or worthy player if it, if his defensive and I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying oh he can't defend all this stuff but it, if it ever matches his attack inside it it'll be the most complete fullback you'll ever see I think it it's it'd be scary I think that is where the development is obviously this season his attacking numbers are going out the roof if if that further improves I mean good good lord um but yeah if his defensive side ever gets to that stage uh, Jesus yeah it it's gonna be scary, um, and I don't even think he's that bad a defender. I think we, he's got to attack more, so he does leave him exposed a bit of times. And uh, yeah, that, that's fine with me. The the bloke is a freak. He's an attacking freak, but if he was playing in a more natural right back role, how would how would he do defensively? That's probably the question you got to ask there. But yeah, the way we play, he's basically a midfield. He's an, he's basically De- Kevin De Bruyne at right back. I think that's been said many times. It, it's just what he is. He's an absolute freak. Um, <laughs> he was uh, he was discussed about asked about. I think this is the last question. If if this this squad has not won enough, and I kind of get where the question's coming from, because obviously we missed out on a Premier League because Man City were freaks that season as well as us. We were in a Champions League final. We probably weren't ready to beat that Real Madrid team, especially the way Salah got injured and Carrius got concussed and, and stuff like that. But maybe if we went a bit deeper in the domestic cups and stuff like that, we could have added a few more. And <laughs> and Trent brought <laughs> brought up the fact brilliantly that Man City, for all the success they've had, they've still not won the Champions League, whereas we've won both. Obviously, we would we would have loved to have won more Premier Leagues, but... We can win in Europe. Obviously, Man City will do eventually. The, the curse won't go on forever. But and they got closer than ever last season. But it is a good point that we we can win them both. Um, or we've won both competitions. So it was a nice little dig there. I don't think he meant it as that, and he said so. But it was. It, I'm sure it'll go around social media. It was pretty funny. Um, but that was it for the press conference. I think obviously. Dave will be back with a, not more in-depth, but he'll give you a quick preview of the game tomorrow. Um, probably go into a bit more detail than I can on, on on actual what Inter can bring to the game and stuff like that. But that was it for Klopp and Trent's press conference. Um, I'll give you the Anfield Index uh, articles and podcasts before we go. Uh, Dan Rhodes has done a post-match Raw summary. So he's, he's gone through a bit of quotes, give you a bit of commentary on 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 post-match raw so do check that out uh, a great article from Stephen smith about the henderson dilemma that's kind of what uh i think the first question was to allude into in the in the press conference henderson not the best form but he is captain he is one of klopp's go-to guys i think that's pretty much clear so i think maybe the inter milan game may answer a couple of them questions but it'll be interesting to see who gets the nod hope hopefully with fabinho and tiago um and podcast wise we do have we've had more beyond the spot we've had ai scouted um i believe under pressure is tonight and i think uh dan kennett said that on discord so unless that gets changed i think there's a up which is obviously live on discord uh and then post-match raw 
is live on Discord after the Champions League game. I can't. I think it's Carl with Dave and Trev. I might be wrong on that, but I think it's Carl match at Dave, Hendrick and Trev on Wednesday night. So yeah, we're we're busier than ever in Discord. So do check that out. Uh, live pods. We'll be trying to add to them as well. Uh, but that is it from me. So thank you everyone for listening again. Hopefully I've done Dave justice here. But thank you for listening if you made it this far. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.